0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Content is Profit, hosted by Luis and Fonzie Camejo, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Discover the secrets and strategies of how your business can achieve the frictionless sale. They talk about frameworks, strategies, tactics, and bring special guests to bring you all the information you need in order to turn your content into profit. Recent episode, The Power of Just One Big Marketing Idea and How to Get It really brings home this idea that instead of chasing the idea of the week, really lock in on one big idea to differentiate your business that can make all the difference in the world. Listen to Content is Profit wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance and my guest today is Joe Polish. He's the founder of the Genius Network, one of the highest level groups in the world for entrepreneurs. Joe has helped build thousands of businesses and generated hundreds of millions of dollars for his clients. He's also the author of a book that we're going to talk about today, What's in it for Them? Nine Genius Networking Principles to Get What You Want by Helping Others get what they want so joe welcome to the show
1: thank you john super great to be here with you so I,
0: is it possible this is the first time you've been on the duct tape marketing podcast
1: it is which is hard to imagine you it know you've been on my podcast but i've never been on <laughs> yours so this is well this is really good we're
0: making up for it then so <laughs> do you have like the three-minute version of your life story <laughs> not everybody probably listening to this knows who joe polish is although you know you are one of those people that has like People we're going to talk about in your network, everybody knows who they are. You're kind of one of those people that has has quietly done some amazing things, I think. And maybe it's not a household name because of it, but I think your story is amazing.
1: No, thank you. Yeah. And by the way, I try not to be famous because oftentimes I work with a lot of people in the world of addiction recovery because I've been in recovery myself. So I focus on entrepreneurs and people that struggle with addiction. And oftentimes they're the same people. And so my life story, the real quick version is, boy, crazy bit of a childhood. Uh, mother died when I was four, a lot of abuse uh, growing up, a lot of disconnection, a lot of moving around, very introverted, very shy, very disconnected. And so it's weird that today, what (laughs) I have built is like one of the best connection networks on the planet and really try to connect people. And a lot of that came out of just pursuing entrepreneurship and just trying to do something in the world and make a living and survive. The other part of it is it feels really good to be around people that you feel connected with because people are either communicating, they're connecting, or they're trying to escape. Those are like the three types mm-hmm. of ways that I would frame it. And I write about that and in, in what's in it for them trying to describe what is connection? What is disconnection? How do you connect? And so I was a Deborah carpet cleaner was my first endeavor into running a business. I lived off credit cards. I went pretty deeply in debt, you know, back in 19, late 1989 to about 1992 when I first discovered marketing. Then I turned this small carpet cleaning around and then I just fell in love with marketing and with words and how to use education-based marketing. And even back then, what's in it for them was, you know, one of the best ways to sell something to people, and you're a master at this, is you educate them on how to make a buying decision so that your advertising isn't about price your advertising is about education and leading people to make buying decisions And then i started teaching other carpet and upholstery cleaners in the 90s i built the largest training organization in the world for that industry over 12,000 cleaning and restoration companies worldwide became members. I licensed it to all kinds of other service businesses, and along the way, I started doing group, you know, programs, and that became Genius Network, which it is today. And now it's as high-level entrepreneurs. It's a connection network, and I bring people together to focus on health, mental and physical health, wealth—not just making money, but not losing it—which are two different skill sets. <laughs> in what I call ELF, which is easy, lucrative, and fun, so you can have an ELF business which is easy, lucrative, and fun, or easy, liberating, and fun, if it's in the personal relationship, or health, uh, or elf <laughs> half versus elf, which half is hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating, or it could oftentimes be hard, annoying, lucrative, and frustrating, but yeah. not all money's created equal. So my whole thing, it used to be elf marketing, now it's people, projects, and I think that was longer than three minutes, but close, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's sort of what I do today. I look for, how to have aligned elf relationships with people.
0: So so on the surface, maybe somebody read this and think, oh, this is a networking book, which I guess on the surface it kind of is, but it's not your typical networking book. You're not going to read things in this book that you've probably read in other books about you know, how to go to networking events or how to build relationships. What made you want to write this book now? We'll get into like the details of what I just said, but what made you want to re- write this book now?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, oftentimes all hear authors say, you know, I just really wanted to share my message with the world and I feel so blessed and all that sort of stuff. And to a certain degree, I mean, I think a decent human hopefully comes from that place. I mean, most people write books and stuff because they want to make money. They want to build their businesses. They want to do stuff right. like that. This is my fifth book. This is the first book though, that I have done as a mainstream published book by Hay House. And so there's going to be a lot of effort put behind it. Almost all of the proceeds, probably all of them. I say almost all because we haven't you know, we'll see how this plays out. We'll go to genius recovery, which is my addiction recovery foundation. So I didn't do this book quote unquote for money. I mean, I right. have very high price programs. I do very well. Most of my clients are very successful, all that. The reason I wrote it is in a lot of ways for myself, my own purpose is I want to sift, sort, and screen narcissists and sociopaths and psychopaths from entering my groups and entering my world. And the book is a roadmap of who I like doing relationships with my value system, my moral system, my ethical system. But hopefully, I want to empower the givers of the world to be better givers, better boundary givers. And I want people to be Quit coming at relationships from being a taker because everybody wants something. I mean, you know, everyone listening to this listens to you because they want something. They want more business. They want a better business. You know, for me, that people often want an elf business. They want to make money. They want to sell their stuff. But ultimately, we all want something. Like later today, I'm going to want lunch, and so I want to go eat lunch. Uh, When it comes to relationships with people, though, you want to show up with a give that's either greater or equal to your want because if we think you know in our own lives who is it that annoys us it's people that ask for things but all they have is an ass they want something from you but they don't show up with something so all they care about is themselves and so i wrote the book for the younger version of myself you often hear people on podcasts what advice would you give to your 18 year old (laughs) self or your 16 year old self or your 20 year old self or your 30 you know whatever and i'll be 55 next year you know in february and it I this book is a combination of how do I meet people how do I connect with people what are some of the methodologies and the strategies and the capabilities so it's a capability book Uh, however it's really a character book disguised as a capability book because it's not just about having capabilities to connect and how to connect but it's also uh, to be a decent human and to protect yourself from the takers of the world because life gives to the giver and takes from the taker and i've had so much horrible situations with people that i have helped in my life and there's that famous zig ziglar line which i really like in the right context which is you can have get anything you want in life or have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want possibly because you can spend your life helping a lot of other people get what they want that not only won't do a damn thing for you but they will abuse you they will mislead you, they will betray you, they will take from you. And I love How to Win Friends and Influence People. Amazing book. Even in the beginning of my book, I you know, say if you ever read that book and this book wouldn't even exist, I say this book, I'm pointing to it. This is what it looks like. It's got this crazy <laughs> little yellow cover. It says what's in it for them. That's the question to ask yourself. That's the, that's the point behind it is, you know wh- How to Win Friends and Influence People is great, But not if they're not great people so my whole thing is how do you win the right friends and influence the right people how do you develop relationships with people that are aligned with you because i don't want to work on relationships like our friend dan sullivan says i don't want to work on a relationship i just want a relationship that works and not that networking requires doing no effort you know networking though handing out business cards making contacts is a total waste of time If you are coming at it from let me have an agenda, let me pursue, you know, let me be an opportunist. So there's nothing wrong. As a matter of fact, both me and you have spent so much of our time helping people identify and access and reach and make real the opportunities that they have in their life. But there's a big difference between pursuing an opportunity, developing an opportunity versus being an opportunist. So the point of the book is to protect givers from scoundrels and to be a better giver and to hopefully create a culture where there's, people are more thoughtful of why they're going into relationships because it's not only, you know, more fun that way, but you just don't leave scorched earth and people that are these, you know, there's connecting where you really connect with someone, and then there's connecting where people connect by conning people. And I don't—I want to get rid of the con stuff because it's so much of our marketing world, as you know, is filled with people that just—they're not ethical. They, from my value system, you know. Again, I'm only speaking from what I consider yeah. what is a good way to, you know, walk the earth.
0: And now a word from our sponsor. Marketers are a key part of business. Uh, Funny I would say that, right? But that's because we own the conversation with our customers and having tools that help us have meaningful conversations with our customers at scale, all while maintaining a personal touch is our white whale. Point solutions can be easy to set up, but difficult to manage and maintain. And all of a sudden you find yourself with disconnected teams and data leading to poor customer experience, yikes. HubSpot is an all-in-one CRM platform that is impossible to outgrow and ridiculously easy to use, meaning you never have to worry about it slowing you down. That's because HubSpot is purpose-built for real businesses, businesses that test and learn, pivot and push, and do it all again next quarter. With customizable hubs and tools that you can add or subtract as you grow, HubSpot is ready to help you stop chasing the white whale and start connecting with your customers at moments that matter most. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at hubspot.com. You talk about your struggles with addiction. I've, you know, I've heard you talking about it openly. It's in the book as well. And I found it interesting that step one, I think it was in the book, how, how they're suffering. Find out how people are suffering. And how can I help? I mean, it it is. Does that come from your suffering?
1: Absolutely. You know, my mother died when I was four. My father lost the love of his life. He was brokenhearted. He never recovered. He was tormented. He, you know, would move every year or two. We would, you know, just start to develop friendships because, you know, depending on if someone's extroverted, introverted, shy, not shy, et cetera, it was really hard for me to develop relationships. Then I had a lot of physical and sexual abuse as a kid. And that really messes with you. I mean, you know, a lot of trauma. And so addiction is a response to to trauma. And so with, you know, with that level of, of disconnection, I had a lot of pain, but I found that if I smiled, which in the beginning as a kid, it was a way to protect myself from my father you know, getting very angry. And so it started as a survival mechanism. Now in the business world, enthusiasm covers many deficiencies. <laughs> you know, there's, if you're just simply, if you have enthusiasm though, coupled with value, with the ability to be really helpful, then you can connect to people. And so one of the things that I suggest to people in the book and I try to go very deeply, I'll try to I actually do. What, one of the feedbacks I get from a lot of people is like, wow, this is not what I thought this book would be about. You know, I talk about pain and to be a pain detective because I I believe what humans want, John, is they want more woo and less ah. That's what we want. You know, like more woo, you know, like this is going to make me feel good. This relate, you know, more money, more business, more access, a better body, better health, but more fun. And there are certain things that are ah, but they produce woo like exercise or I do cold plunges and saunas almost daily. Believe me, stepping into a 32 to 38 degrees cold plunge is, ah, in the beginning, but the dopamine that you get, the feeling that you get, how you build up a, you know, just a physical tolerance that then leaves you feeling better produces more woo. So there, in order to have a really good network, you know, everyone's probably heard that saying, you know, your network is your net worth. You're going to have to work. I just spoke in an event a couple of days ago at a friend of ours. And I said, yeah, I had on the screen, you know, it was about 450 people in the audience. And I had a slide that said gyms don't work. And I said, people often come to me, and they'll say, you know, 12 step groups don't work, which are often said by people that have never gone to a 12 step group, or have only sat in it. If someone said, you know, to you, like, you know, John, I read your book, I've been to your, you know, I, I've, I've went to your strategies, I've been to your events, it doesn't work. It's like, that's like saying gyms don't work. You, you can't join a gym sit on the bench and then say you know i'm not lifting the weights i'm not riding the bike gyms don't work you would never say gyms don't work but people say that about personal development learning marketing strategies learning every sort of education well you're gonna have to work it you have to put in your what i call tammy your time attention money effort and energy which are the things that you can spend but where i try to suggest is come at it from pain find the pain in someone's life because what entrepreneurs do is they solve problems for a profit. You know, look where you can find pain, look where you can find suffering in there. If you can reduce the suffering, or in many cases eliminate it, or at least give them ways to do it, not only is that a quicker way to build rapport with people, it's a more authentic way to build rapport. I love people that come into my life and not only help me remove angst and pain and annoyances, but they actually come and approach me from a very thoughtful way. So if there's any agenda, because I suggest don't go, don't interact with people with an agenda. What I really mean is, make sure your agenda is not a taker agenda. If your agenda is to be a giver, that's a much different agenda. If your agenda, because pain is where you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have recovered from addiction and when i say recovered i could easily fall back in the in, into addictive behavior if i have enough stress enough angst enough overwhelm consuming my life because addiction is a solution to pain the opposite of addiction is connection so when i'm disconnected from myself i'm disconnected for others and i will look for oftentimes negative ways to scratch the itch and so we're in the middle like right now, I think the timing for what I wrote this book for. I took a one-year sabbatical last year, and the one thing that was helped me. And you know, I didn't publish the book. They wanted me to publish the book. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. But what I did in a one-year sabbatical is really look at the world. Really look at what happened with the pandemic, the global trauma that has been created of what through what everyone's went through. And I'm like, okay, you know what? do I know? What have I learned that I could write about that would be the most useful for people, not only to connect with others, but to connect with themselves first into, you know, if I could just help people by 5%, be more focused on what's in it for them, what pain do they have in their life? And how could I be useful to them first before I want them to be useful for me? I think it, it just takes away so much of the crap that people try to do in order to, get what they want in life. I mean, get what you want in life by helping the right people get what they want, the useful people get what they want, help the givers become better at getting what they want. And if you approach people in that way, really focusing on pain reduction and reducing suffering, man, they will appreciate you. Just like the economic definition of appreciation or depreciation is, you go up in value and so that that was one of the things that i hope do with the
0: book i think it's a good <clears throat> practical way for people to think about something that i think we all get <laughs> but it's a good practical way to think about it <clears throat> another thing you for those of you on watching the video portion of this joe's wearing a genius network t-shirt so that has been a great that as you as you mentioned in the intro has been a big part of your life's work for the last decade or so You have an exercise in the book, and I think I've been through this exercise with you. So I know you've been teaching it for a while, but telling people to create their own genius network. And I think it's the nice thing about it is it's so doable, so practical. It creates priority and focus rather than saying, I just need to have this big network. So maybe explain that concept in the exercise that you teach in the book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's called My Genius Network. And I believe any problem in the world could be solved with the right genius network. And what that means is A genius network versus a network is a genius network is a group of people and individuals that have capabilities and skills and resources that if you can access them and you can combine them with yours. It will actually produce results because there's a lot of talk about thought leaders in the world but any idiot can come up with a thought as a matter (laughs) of fact a lot of thought leaders steal other people's thoughts present them as their own and then they're called thought leaders but i actually like result leaders like john you're a result leader you do work that actually (laughs) produces results for people so it's like okay so who do you know in your life that has skills or capabilities, what is their name, and then the exercises, I have people write circles, like eight circles, and they put a line through it, a a horizontal line, and they put the name of the person on the top, and they put the skill or capability in the bottom, and I say, think of people that are dominoes, like in the book, what's in it for them, I end every chapter with the dominoes, which are what are the ideas or the things that could make a big difference. So, who's been a domino in your life? and what is the skill or capability? Then once you've identified their names, you list who they are, what skill or capability do they have? How can I help them? That's the next question. After you've identified who they are and, and what their genius is, what that genius skill or capability is. And it doesn't need to be like Einstein genius. It could just be, an expertise or a capability that's useful they've You've done, done something
0: you. you want done yeah <laughs>
1: yeah if you want if you want to do a genius network on i want to get in better shape you want you may want a personal trainer a nutritionist a yoga therapist you know a massage therapist you know i mean right. like people that can help you if you want to write a book do you want an editor Do you want a ghostwriter if you want a, you know, web design i mean what are the skills and capabilities you can niche it or you can just take who are the most eight most important people that I wanna be a hero to and who have been a hero to me. And then you ask, how can I help them? And then when you direct your brain to that, and you all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I really admire these people. I respect these people. I appreciate them. They're part of my genius network. And you approach your interactions with them, then they will naturally wanna help you. And that's the goal.
0: And there can be stretch names on there, right? I don't have to know that person or have access to that person yet today, right? It-
1: well, and that's one of the best ways to, uh, to future focus your future relationship is who is this person and then how can I be useful to them? I say in order to develop a genius network, you have to be a genius networker, which is approaching people with the question, what's in it for them? And you have to do genius networking. It's actually a behavior, but yeah. it's not just it's be, do, have in order to have a genius network you have to be a genius networker and do genius networking and if you actually approach it that way and this is not complicated i did not write this in a way that you know no one could do it you have to be some superstar you have to be some extrovert as a matter of fact i'm an introvert that forced myself to go and meet people because the one commonality is everything that is good in my life comes through relationships with other people even the things i do like meditation and that i do in quiet that was taught to me by someone that i was helped by someone no one you know silent battles are the hardest battles to fight but you're as sick as your secrets when i you know all the stuff that i do in addiction recovery would not happen had i not had other people that cared about me and in many cases cared about me more than i cared about myself at a certain point in time So I want to be a domino for people. I want to help people with all, because the number one question I get, how do you meet all these famous people? And people think it's knowing famous people. It's not. I mean, you know, John, you've met a lot of famous people. You've met a lot of rich people. Some of them are jerks. Some of them are miserable. (laughs) You know, I mean, you don't want to just meet well-known people. Some of the greatest heroes in the world are, you know, people working at hospice centers, you know, single moms raising kids. I mean, there's amazing people in the world that are not celebrities. I don't want Genius Network to be known for me. I want it to be known for the people in the group. It's a connection network. And so, you know, I'm just wanting to convey those things that I've learned so that other people can build it because a more connected world is a happier world. A more connected person is a happier person. And I would argue to say way more likely to make a lot more money And do a lot better when you're coming at it from that way and there's a lot of people that make money in the world that go to bed every night with guilt and shame and remorse because their methods of getting to the money getting to the opportunities are not coming from a place of giving they're coming from a place of taking and so i i want to give you know even one of the things i have in the book is like how to use marketing to find true love and actually show a, an example of a singles ad on how to actually write a letter about yourself so that you can identify the right aligned partner. And I have people that are already in relationships and married that use the process, and it improves the relationship that they have with their existing partner. And I learned it from a brilliant love coach, and we have an interview with her as part of the bonus of the stuff that I talk about in the book. So I really try to cover not just business, but yeah. as a human. It's really about being a better human.
0: So you mentioned bonuses and resources. You want to tell people where they can find the website for the book. Obviously, the book will be available anywhere, depending upon when you're listening to this November of 2022, but tell people where they can find out more about the book and uh, connect with you in in however you'd like to invite them.
1: Thank you. The website for the book is literally the name what's in it for them. Dot-com we have shorter versions of it, but I finally secured I had to pay a lot of money It's so funny for the website. What's in it for them.com But now we have that set up And one thing too. I want to point out. There's some really amazing people uh, Stephen Pressfield, Chris Voss, the top former FBI hostage negotiator, read the whole book. He's one of my Genius Network members. BJ Fogg, the Stanford professor, one of his students used his model to create Instagram. His book you know, was voted the best business book of the year by Amazon in 2020. Robert Cialdini, the best influence guy. I've got some of the top negotiations, research, behavioral professors, and the top influence guy in the world that have read the entire book and endorsed it uh, you know, great, gr- great blurbs from people. But the, the reason I bring that up is every single person that has a blurb in this book and on the website, they've read the whole book. I'm not using any testimonials from people. So it's what's in it for them.com is where to pre-order the book. Or if you're hearing this after November of 2022, what's in it for them, you know, .com, it'll be sold at every bookstore too. So if people pre-order it right now, if they hear it, that would be, I would appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Well, Joe, thanks for taking a moment to stop by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again one of these days soon out there on the road.
1: Thank you, John. Thanks for all the work you do, too. You're awesome. I appreciate it.
0: Hey, and one final thing before you go. You know how I talk about marketing strategy, strategy before tactics. Well, sometimes it can be hard to understand where you stand in that, what needs to be done with regard to creating a marketing strategy. So we created a free tool for you. It's called the Marketing